Welcome to Everything Nonprofit, a podcast where we reveal the secrets, tips, and tricks for leading a nonprofit. My name is Carmen. And I'm Kayla. As nonprofit founders, we know firsthand how challenging and overwhelming it can be to build a nonprofit from the ground up. This is a podcast for nonprofit executives by nonprofit executives. If you need advice on starting your own nonprofit organization, or looking to expand your knowledge of nonprofit operations, stay tuned. So in this first episode, we invited Sean Hawkins, who is Executive Director of Project Management Volunteers, to have a conversation with us. Sean has extensive experience in the nonprofit sphere, and he's also a licensed attorney and a well-rounded professional in the field of project management. Sean has served in the public sector for over 20 years as an attorney and an adjunct lecturer at Kwatlin Polytechnic University and UBC Law School. Welcome to the show, Sean. Howdy. So Sean, uh, let's start with you telling us a little bit about who you are and your organization, Project Management Volunteers. Oh, there's a lot there. I retired uh, about 11 years ago now, which was about the same time that PMV started. And I, as you alluded to in your introduction, I had a a checkered career. I was uh, an attorney. I worked for the provincial government for a while. Um, I set up a practice in Vancouver. Then I I was teaching at UBC Law School, then I went to Ottawa and worked in the federal government, then came back to BC, worked in the uh, Asia Pacific uh, field for a number of years with the Asia Pacific Initiative, Uh, then uh, started teaching at Kwantlen Business School and joined BC Hydro and uh, retired, as I say, about 11 years ago. And at Hydro, uh, we hired a lot of project managers, as many utilities do. One of those was a fellow named Bob Prenival. And sitting over coffee one day, comparing notes, uh, we found that we had both volunteered for the same nonprofit organizations uh, over a course of of, uh, many years. And so we, we talked about that experience. And we talked about the strengths and weaknesses of the nonprofit sector that we had encountered. And I mean, I appreciate that there are many, many strengths in the nonprofit world. And they uh, often don't portray themselves as well as they could. Many of them are very small and medium sized. We all hear about the big ones, you know, the cancer foundations and, you know, the. Uh, the YMCA's and YWCA's, the Canadian Mental Health Association or the American equivalent of the same. Lots of the big ones do lots of advertising, but most are small and very medium-sized and they just don't have the resources. What they have is big hearts, big hearts. They're really trying to do good things in their communities and they are often under-resourced to be able to accomplish it. One of their weaknesses, which is pretty common, is they don't know much about project management. In fact, some of them have never even heard of project management as a professional discipline. 
And that's where we thought there were opportunities for us to really help them rather than just volunteering at an individual level, which is always welcomed. But we wanted to source out how we could leverage it, how we could make uh, our contribution grow more in that nonprofit world. And that's where the idea of project management volunteers came from. Bob was the initiator of it. And he started it off on the side of his desk. He was a consultant and had a little more time and fluctuating. He pulled together a group of people, friends in the, in the sector that had like-minded views. And uh, in 2010, they started off with one project that happened to be a project for the United Way and one project manager. And that was it, that was the start. Uh, today, we've grown to the point where, well, uh, last year, I think we did uh, 26, 27 projects. The first month of this year, in January, we have five new projects. So carry that forward for the whole 12 months, and you can see that the growth can be pretty dramatic. We also started workshops in 2011 and appreciate our workshops are very much geared to the nonprofits. Uh, they, it's a one day course uh, started in person. Of course, we don't do that right now, mm -hmm. but it was a one day course on a Saturday in person. And you'd have, uh, oh, a dozen different nonprofits sending representatives. And it wasn't to teach them to be project managers. It was to teach them about project management. It was like light bulbs going off. We gave them some of the, the basic tools we have, some of the language, some basic templates. Um, sometimes they, they struggled with even how do you separate a project out from their ongoing operations? So we talk about charters and the value of having a charter when you start a project. It was a wonderful experience and they really enjoyed it. And if they were interested, some of them were, um, in pursuing project management, we could give them some steerage. We could, you know, suggest that they be in touch with the local chapter of PMI, which we're big supporters of, or uh, all the colleges and universities these days. All of them just about have project management courses at one level or another. And we'd give them some, some support and encouragement to, to pursue it. But our, fundamentally, all we wanted to do was introduce them to project management, show them how it could benefit their organizations, and leave it at that. So that was, that was the early days of PMV. Nice. That's great. Thanks for sharing. It really sounds like your organization started organically from a passion that both you and Bob shared um, and I'm really interested to hear you talk about the, the project management courses that you noted that first started in person and now are, of course, online due to the pandemic. Um, do you, did you find that once you started hosting these courses that you had more organizations requesting your services specifically? Yes. No question about it. 
Yeah. So is that a good, a good sort of tool for other nonprofit organizations to harness is providing some sort of other alternative service that, that maybe their customers might want for free. And then that could potentially funnel in more requests for services. Yes, it did. And so appreciate that many nonprofits uh, are funded by governments or foundations and some by donation. So they have some funding, but they are always resource poor. They're always funding poor. So when someone with a professional skill comes along and says, hey, we really wanna support the sector. We wanna support nonprofits and social profits and charities and do good in the community. Um, Sometimes they're a little, skeptical at the beginning. But once they hear that others have followed that path and are so warm and supportive of what we're doing and the volunteer project managers are such great people, then they, they uh, jump in with both feet. Then coming out of it, sometimes uh, they want more. You know, they'll send a couple of people to a, to a workshop and they'll go back and report up and say, this was great. You know, we learned a lot. We want to start applying it. And because we uh, don't charge very much for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the key takeaway there is left. Yeah. Yeah. So the key takeaway there being, um, you know, if you are trying to get customers as a nonprofit organization, or if you're trying to help people, um, those people you're helping being your customers, providing your services, um, you know, at a, a relatively you know, affordable price and out of the goodness of your heart is, is the best way to start getting those customers. Is that accurate? Absolutely true. And remember that all nonprofits have boards. Mm-hmm. And their boards are usually made up of people who are leaders in the community in one way or another, or they're often in business. And they walk away with a positive impression of what project management is all about, too. And they run businesses. And they're much more likely to hire professional project managers based on the experience with the nonprofit. That's wonderful. And it sounds like it's a very tight-knit community, um, just all the nonprofits um, across uh, the province. And just diving a little deeper about um, yourself, having worked in a few sectors before committing to the nonprofit space, what were your driving factors behind it? And how have those experiences helped you succeed in your role right now? Oh, uh, I guess my 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 driving um, incentive was really giving back. It was just being very grateful for what I had gained, earned in the in my career, and wanting to share back because there are so many organizations that are doing good things, and so many people that have not had the opportunities that I did. So it was always something I, I kind of did. You know, I, my, my family, my parents were always active 
in one way or another, um, people I respected in my ed education, in my different universities, different degrees, um, they all spoke about it. And when I had the opportunity, I, I just naturally started volunteering. So uh, to me, it was about giving back more than anything. But I should share with you that the, the uh, volunteers that come to PMV, they come for many different reasons. They step up. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I'm a supporter of uh, Project Management Institute chapters. And they are membership driven. So there's lots of opportunities for project managers to volunteer with a chapter in professional development or special events or uh, conferences, all kinds of things that chapters put on. But if your interest as a project manager is not the internal towards the project management community and meeting other project managers, but rather externally towards the community at large, then that's, that's our wheelhouse, that's where we're headed. And they come for many different reasons. Sometimes it's people who are mid-career and they are successful working for an IT company, a healthcare company, a construction company, it doesn't matter. Um, they wanna try something different and they wanna do something different. And this allows them to put their foot in the pond, as it were, a different pond, and try it. Sometimes it's people who want to be an example to their own kids, and they show them how. Sometimes it's people who move into the community from a different province, in your case, a different state, or a different country. They have the professional certification, they have experience, but they have no network. They don't know the, this new community or new country they're living in. Um, sometimes it's people who are newly graduated. They have lots of book learning. You know, they've been to school for a while. They know all the terminology and they know uh, how to follow a course of action, but they don't have a lot of varied experience. Uh, sometimes it's an organization that has touched their heart in one way or another. So Maybe uh, we have a project with a cancer society and maybe cancers touched their family somewhere along the way. And they would like to connect to that, that feeling and be able to contribute back. Many different reasons why people will volunteer as a project manager in PMV. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Puget Sound Project Management Volunteers. Puget Sound Project Management Volunteers helps impactful non-for-profit organizations achieve their objectives by connecting them with skillful project managers who can aid them in crystallizing their visions, leading project teams, and deconstructing their goals into achievable milestones. This service is absolutely free and can help your nonprofit organization get the extra help it needs so that you can spend more time making a difference in the world and less time on administration. Visit pm-volunteers.org to request the assistance of a project manager 100% free of charge. No gimmicks, no catches.
just one nonprofit helping another. Can you tell us a little bit about how maybe you leverage that knowledge of, of here's why we're, we're getting like, here's a, a plethora of reasons why we're getting volunteers. Do you leverage that knowledge to, to recruit volunteers in a different way? Not really. I'll be honest. Uh, mostly they, uh, they, they sell themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, go to our website and look at some of the endorsements and uh, I, I can put up 10 times as many. It's the volunteer PMs themselves who have wonderful things to say and a very high percentage of them come back. They'll finish one project and they'll say, oh, do you have any more? You know, mm. that, that is success. It's okay. fulfilling a need both for the nonprofit organization, but it's fulfilling a personal need for them. Mm-hmm. Mutually beneficial. I think that's a really good point. Um, so in our conversation so far, we've definitely hit positives about working in the nonprofit sphere. We've also hit a little bit on the negatives. So I'm going to ask you to share a little bit about what you both love and maybe don't so much love about working in the nonprofit sphere. Hmm. Well, the love part, I would have to put the people at the top of the list. Hmm. These are wonderful people. They're just, I can't say enough good things about them. Uh, not just the people in the nonprofits, but the, the PMs that are involved. Um, I mean, I, I told you that PMB started very small. There were only, you know, three or four people. Um, today we have probably um, close to 30 people involved in the organization. They're not all project managers. Um, sometimes their background is in communications or in finance or, you know, every organization has different needs but they're attracted to it and our philosophy and our approach and the time kind of team that we build, the kind of culture we built in PMV. And it, they, they want to be a part of it. And they often stay for many years. Uh, I talked about that one project manager in 2010, we started with one. He's still with us. <laughs> he, he's, oh. he's on our program advisory. He's a senior executive now <laughs> in his company. Mm. That's awesome. So what about some things maybe you don't love so much? Um, one thing that, uh, uh, well, a couple of things come to mind. One is I think the nonprofit sector is really underappreciated, undervalued. And there's a professor at uh, McGill University who has written extensively about it. And he, he says, in his view, he thinks that we are undervaluing the sector that he calls the uh, plural sector. He says, we've got all these students at university and you know, we give them shiny degrees and we tell them, well, you're either gonna work in the public sector or the private sector. But he says, there's a third sector that is huge and growing. And that is the, what he calls the plural sector. It's the nonprofits, it's the social profit organizations, it's the charities. More and more governments are offloading a lot of their services into contracts with different groups. 
and more and more communities are deciding to do it themselves. You know, everything from, you know, a, a little league baseball team in a bowling alley to um, a medical uh, cause or a mental health cause or it can be so many different things. There are, people think there are hundreds of them. There are thousands, tens of thousands of different nonprofit organizations. And the range is huge. I think it's really underappreciated, underrecognized how much is going on. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think um, my heart goes out to them because they are always struggling, as I said, with resources. They're under-resourced, they're underfunded, and yet they feel this great sense of obligation to help others, to help the community. And they're always trying to figure out how to make it work for the people, the individuals and the, and the, and the groups that they're trying to help. So that's, that's a little, uh, I think a, from a public policy perspective, that's something I would like to see change. And I think project management has a role to play. Uh, just as project managers want to identify their trade, their professional experience uh, in the same level, at the same categorization of other professionals, whether it's accountants or lawyers or doctors or you know whatever it is, project managers uh, aspire to the same recognition. And by encouraging community to recognize them and the contribution they can make into the broader community, I think it, it, it swings, the door swings both ways. For sure. And thanks for sharing that, Sean. It's never easy to come up with something that you don't like about a sector that you're working in. Um, and for our listeners, uh, I think there are a lot of them who hope to get into or accelerate in the nonprofit space. And as a seasoned professional yourself, do you have a top piece of advice for someone looking to run a nonprofit organization? Well, I would probably adopt the motto of a organization that is near to your location. It's Nike. Just do it. (laughs) Just go do it. Don't hold yourself back thinking that, well, this nonprofit, uh, they have an IT project. And, you know, that's, I'm not an IT project manager. That's not my field. My very first project, I started off as a volunteer with PMB, quite simply. And my very first project was with an organization called BC211. And think of it as a call center for street people. Um, I mean, they don't have a Rolodex uh, or or a smartphone with their doctor, their lawyer, their, you know, the nearest hotel. they're street people. They don't know how to reach out and who to reach out to for support in their communities. So the government up here set up a, a, a call center where anyone can go to a phone and dial 211. 
and they're going to get through. No charge. Mm -hmm. And there's a call center there that will help steer them. Maybe they need shelter. Maybe they're being abused. Maybe they need food. Maybe they need medical attention. Doesn't matter. That call center works 24-7 and helps them out. So that was my very first project. Talk about, you know, needful. Well, it was a high IT project. They were doing a transformation of their whole IT platform. Well, I got to tell you, I'm not an IT guy. I have enough trouble just answering my iPhone. <laughs> you know, the Apple store loves me because I keep coming in and say, how do I do this? Or how to make that work? I'm not an IT guy. But as a, pro, as a volunteer PM, I didn't have to be because they had the expertise. They knew what they needed. I wasn't doing all the work. I was leading a team. It was about people management. It was about mm -hmm. organizing their effort to take account of timelines, work breakdown, structure, risks along the way, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It was a wonderful project. So... One word of advice, don't limit yourself by saying or thinking, that's not my field. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. another is don't hold yourself back thinking, oh, I haven't got time. You're just, you're a volunteer. People uh, are uh, volunteer PMs that they're, the time they put in is really a matter of negotiation between them and the nonprofit. There's no uh, restrictions on it. So, you know, maybe it's five to 10 hours a month and you schedule it when you can, when it works for the, for the parties. So it's not interrupting your work life, for example, or your school life, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. So there's mm -hmm. lots of flexibility there. So th that would be a strong piece of advice. Just do it, just go try it. And yeah. if you want to get a sense of what it's like, Again, go have a look at our website and just look at some of the endorsements, some of the things other volunteer PMs have said about the experience for them. That's really great advice, Sean. And it's really, it's really inspiring. I think a lot of people let, you know, fear of the unknown hold them back. And it sounds like in the end, exactly what you said, just like Nike, just do it. Um, so in maybe two minutes, is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners that we haven't asked you about? Um, one thing that does come to mind, and, and that is appreciate that the culture within nonprofits is different than you might be used to in the commercial world. They're not driven by profit. They're not driven by timetables in the same way. Um, they're trying very hard to help others. And as a manager, as a leader in that sector, I had to relearn just about everything. I mean, I, I've been a manager most of my career. I had people reporting to me. And consciously or unconsciously, you, I at least, picked up all these tools to uh, motivate, support, encourage staff. I just took it for granted. When I retired and moved into the nonprofit sector, 
I found out very quickly they didn't work anymore. My whole career had been built on using methodology, methodologies and approaches that just didn't work. That really the only thing I had to go on was persuasive influence. Mm -hmm. If the volunteer didn't want to do it, wasn't, wasn't just motivated, self-motivated, it wasn't going to happen. And mm -hmm. we all had to be flexible around personal interests and needs and balance in their own lives, in their home life, their work life, etc. And it's been a eye opener for me. And I would encourage others who are in the space or entering that space, just to keep it in mind. Don't try to do things the way you would in other forums. It's a different world. Good point. That's a really good point. Thank you so much, Sean. And just to wrap us up with the last question, um, Sean, for anyone who wants to learn more about um, yourself and the organization, where can they find you? Well, uh, a couple of options. On social media, we're on Facebook and YouTube. Our website is pmv.org. Pretty simple. And they can always talk to YouTube because you know all about it now. That they can. All right, great. We'll make sure we post that information in the show notes as well. It's been a pleasure to speak with you, Sean, and learn more about project management volunteers. So thank you so much for sharing your journey and all the great tips with our listeners. Um, I know that I've gotten a lot of good takeaways from, from this conversation, and I can already see applying your, your tips as Carmen and I move forward with our own branch of the nonprofit. So thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. Uh, keep in touch. Let me know how's it going down there. And uh, every success to you and the people who join you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Everything Nonprofit. If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. Thank you for listening. Until next time.